Talk Radio 191FM podcast. Right now I'm joined by Aaron Hawkins, uh, the new Mayor of Otiputi Morena to you. Aaron? Good morning. How are we, sir? Very good, thank you. That's, uh, that's a fine musical segue. Yes, wow. This is a great lineup. Apparently, um, Radio 1's pushing you to create a playlist. <laughs> uh, ha- happy to, um, uh, at, at some point. Yep. <laughs> Dr- drowning in notifications at the moment. But no, that'd be, that'd be good. Yeah. It's the second best thing after doing a radio show. Very good. Very good. Um, what do I call you now? Aaron. Yep. Yep. Is there a, but what's the official title? Uh, it's well, not the right honourable. I can't remember what it is for me. <laughs> no. Well, the, the official title for me uh, is uh, Your Worship the Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. Aaron know, will do. It's a, it's a, it's a verb. Uh, but technically, still the, the mayor-elect. We don't get sworn in. The new council doesn't get sworn in until next Friday. That's true. That's true. So um, everybody can stop falling apart. Um, now, what were your thoughts on the day? The emotions going through your head? Because, of course, you don't you don't know what's going to happen. You've, you've run no. this big campaign. Um, you've run it before. Uh, you've had the bitter taste of defeat. Uh, now you've had the heights of victory. But how, how were you feeling on that day? I've never run a campaign with the intention of winning it before. Yes. This was um, this was certainly new, and I think I was always optimistic that the city would get a good outcome, um, but I wasn't ever confident that it would be me. And it's a roller coaster, you know. You, you've got no way of knowing. Two people tell you you're doing a good job, and you think you're bulletproof, and two people tell you you're doing a rubbish job, and you should pack it in. But um, no, it was it was a pretty tense few days. This is close to purgatory as I feel like I've ever been. <laughs> yeah. um, we weren't anticipating the results until later in the evening. They came in far earlier than we'd expected. Mm. Um, uh, I was at Chipmunks at a fourth birthday party. Nice. Uh, which was very soothing um, in terms of <laughs> calming, calming the nerves. And, and I got a, a phone call about 2.30. And as you know, uh, Jamie Green, uh, speechlessness isn't something that I'm often afflicted by. Mm. Uh, but that was... I was incapable of physically incapable of saying words out loud. Wow. Wow, I like that. It was amazing. That's incredible. That's yeah. incredible. Well done. That's, that's a, a great feeling. Um, all eyes are on you now. Mm. Um, not just here in Otipoti, but I think around the nation you're the first Green Mayor um, that comes with a lot of weight and, and maybe expectation uh, and probably fear from a lot of people, to be honest. <laughs> first, first Mayor elected as a, as a Green Party representative, of course Dunedin had uh, Suki Turner, who was a member of the party, who's yes. an independent candidate. Mm, mm. Celia Wade Brown, who I think resigned from the party, so she could stand as an independent in Wellington. But no, it's a it's a pretty big deal for uh, for the party, and I think what it shows is that in local government, in particular, uh, people are more um, pe- people are more likely to look past whatever their political party, political, tribal allegiances might be. Uh, and look to people who they think are capable and competent of doing the job far more so than you would in a in a general election. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what we've uh, that's what we've seen in the outcome here, and I think that's really promising. But I mean, what I mean by that is like you're going to be under the microscope quite a lot. Um, like you said, you know, you're not the first with green credentials, but you are the first standing underneath um, the the party. Mm. Um, so it's kind of, you know, because it hasn't happened before, people don't really know how it's going to go, uh, a lot of people are worried that you're going to sink um, the city um, in a direction that they don't necessarily want to go. So, I mean, it's a big responsibility to to be the first 
Green Mayor? Yeah, that is a big responsibility, but I think nothing... I mean, what I've been doing over the last six years is exactly what I will continue to do. Yeah. This isn't an unknown... I'm not an unknown quantity. Yeah. Uh, and the things that are important to me um, in terms of what my values are and what my priorities are uh, aligned with the, the strategic objectives that the city has around, particularly around environmental well-being and, and social well-being. And we've spent 10 years as a council uh, working with our community to, um, to develop that strategic framework. These are the goals that we have. Uh, and, and my... Um, um, my uh, platform is entirely aligned with that. There's nothing new. Yeah. Um, we just need to build on the work that we've been doing. Um, we're heading in the right direction. Just have to get there faster. Um, ideologically, the council's pretty evenly split. Um, you know, you're the ringmaster. You're the director. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you've got one vote like anybody else, but yeah. you set the agenda. Um, you know, but. There are elements within the council that tend to be hostile. How are you going to get everybody to play nice uh, and, you know, to push things through that are important but people might, you know, that you find important but other people might not? I mean, what's your plan? I think we've seen, firstly, I think what we've seen not just in the mayoral election but in the council election and who's been returned as city councillors, you've got a, a council by and large who are supportive of the direction that we're going in so I think that's a um, that's a useful mandate to have um, we might disagree individually on how best to get there and that's fine and I think disagreement is entirely healthy for democracy because there's a divergence of views in our community and and everybody in the community deserves to have their views represented around the council table um, but what I've done over the last six years is build broad political support for um, you know, policy decisions and budget decisions that uh, make progress on the biggest issues of the day and, and the council's strategic framework and that is my intention to keep doing that. Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean that we're always going to agree on everything or always be un- or always have a unanimous view on things. Uh, you can try and seek consensus but that's not always possible. Um, but I think so long as everybody has the opportunity to participate and be heard, uh, then we should be able to do that in a constructive and collegial fashion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you, you mentioned, um, you know, returning uh, the people returning uh, of course we've got three new uh, four new councillors mm. uh, only one councillor um, lost his, who, who was rerunning that was um, Damon Newell mm. um, and we had three retire from council um, two two I haven't retired I've just got a different oh, job yes true sorry apologies <laughs> sorry. apologies um, but you know so so the city you know by, by that Result, you think yes, the city is in in the right direction. But you know, council seems to be one of those places where um, you you can basically almost stay until you're elected out. No, and I don't mean that's necessarily true, but it, it's hard to get recognition just running for council. There's not much out there that really gets you in the front page of the paper. And if you're not in people's minds, um, you're not going to be ticked in the box. I f- that's how I that's how I feel about mm-hmm. it. I mean, I watch. I watch my partner vote. I talk to a lot of other people voting as well. Uh, even getting them to read the booklets and things like that. It's like, I don't know anything about these mm. people. I know these other people. They've been in there before. I'm going to vote for them. Um, and, and, and that in itself might be an issue why low, turnout is so low. Um, so how do we get new talent to run uh, and at the same time get more people to actually vote? That's a lot of questions. It is uh, a lot of questions. Just <laughs> 
that's what <laughs> I do. I'm a very confusing person. <laughs> Uh, to turn out um, first, I mean, we've had a, we had the highest turnout this election that we've had since 2010, uh, which was um, colloquially known as the stadium election. And you know, when there are content- large contentious issues going on in the community, you get a higher turnout. Yes. Um, not that anyone should be proud of 45%, but uh, as far as you know, the, the metropolitan cities go, that's sadly a, a fairly high turnout. Uh, but the answer to turnout increasing your voter turnout isn't during an election campaign. It's in making a more active effort ongoing to engage your community in the decisions that you're making so that they feel like they have a stake in the city and therefore care about uh, who runs the city. So that's uh, and that's messy mm. and hard and, and human resource intensive. Um, and so that's so people are often reluctant to do that. But that is, in the long term, the answer uh, to turning around um, the, the trends in, in voter turnout. Uh, it is difficult to get... I mean, incumbency is a powerful strategic tool. I understand that. I mean, that is um, that, that, that much is true. But that doesn't mean it's impossible for, uh, for new people to get uh, for new people to get elected. I think it can be difficult for people to get cut through when you're dealing yeah. with a, a field of 37 or 39 candidates. Uh, and that's part of, partly one of the reasons why in 2013 when I stood for council, I stood as a Green Party candidate because well, I acknowledge that that, that would disqualify me in the minds of some voters for a lot of people who didn't know who the other 38 people were. It's like, well, at least I know what these values, are, this person's values are, and these are broadly align with mine, and so I will vote for that person. Mm. And and I think um, that's quite uh, that's quite helpful. Uh, but there's no, you know, there there's no one way of generating the 2,500 votes you need or 3,000 votes you need to get a, a city council seat. Um, you know, people do it through um, years of, of community service. You don't have to get front page headlines <laughs> to, to generate enough uh, interest uh, in the campaign. But that was, you know, I ran in, I ran in 2010 uh, and, and missed out and it was devastating. And then spent the next three years uh, committed to engaging in local politics and in my community in that way. Uh, and, and, and spent that time building up uh, a profile as someone who was interested and active in civic affairs. It's a difficult thing to pull off in three months. Yeah. Um, and, and I think uh, what, I would, what I would say to anybody who ran and, and, and missed out, if it was their first, you know, the best thing I ever did was win a, run a campaign and lose uh, and then you know, use that as the first step in your campaign for 2022 because it's hard. I mean, it's hard. It's, no one's going to pretend otherwise. No, but, no. Um, we do need to encourage uh, more people to run and, and a, a broader range of and a more diverse range of perspectives to be represented around the council table. We've got a long way uh, to go to do that. And, and if people out there don't want to be that person, then um, they can help shoulder tap other people and encourage other people to run because we certainly need... Um, all the help we can get on that front um, given the challenges that we're facing in the short to long term Alright, uh, last last question um, it's a two-parter again um, <laughs> biggest challenges Seven part question yeah, seven, Biggest challenge and most looking forward to <sighs> um, 
Well, I mean, a biggest challenge is the is, tra- is a, a just transition to a zero carbon city, and mm-hmm. that is that's a, an easy phrase to say and a very difficult thing to do. Uh, and so that is that has to be the priority. Our social and environmental well-being uh, has to be the, the the priority of council, and everything else we do are, are tools for achieving that. Uh, what am I most looking forward to? I'm, I'm most looking forward to getting on with the job, to be honest. Yeah. It's a very long in- job interview process. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, getting the council together and putting a structure together uh, that can make the best use of the of the talent that we have to deliver on uh, the city's expectations, that that's something that I'm really genuinely excited about. Fantastic. Um, well, uh, Your Worship, thank you so much for coming in this morning. It's been a pleasure. You can almost you can almost say that with a straight face. It's, <laughs> it's going to be the last time you. Uh, fantastic! Congratulations, thanks, mate. Uh, and congratulations to everybody um, that ran a race, uh, whether you won or not. Um, it was it was really good to watch, and I think Dylan does it quite well. Uh, but next time, you know, just get a few more out there voting. Come on, civics and schools, people. This was a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.